Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, the new Instagramming Miss Bossy Boots. How are you doing, Jane? Really well, Stace. Jane is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing, nominated for a Greater Port Macquarie Business Award. By the time this airs, that'll be over. That'll be old news. Yep. But for today, it's pretty exciting because the finalists were only announced two days ago. It's even more exciting that Stace and Port Macquarie Performing Arts were nominated. Oh, no, sorry. Were nominated for, for six finalist positions. Yeah. So did you enter for six? I and, entered and seven. Seven. So yep. you got six out of seven. That yep. is pretty amazing. Oh, I know, right? Yes. Stoked. Yeah. yeah. I did put a considerable amount of effort in this Good time and got other people to proof my work because normally yep. I just go, blah, 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 type it out, send it. Yes. Whereas I actually got Glenda to have a look at it and I Good. also got um, Michelle, if you're listening, I got the fabulous Michelle to look over it as well. And then I was like, okay, cool. Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. Made some tweaks and sent it off. Good stuff. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. What What, what are you wearing? The um, real question. Oh, <laughs> the important stuff. Oh, well, there's a story behind this. I hopefully won't take up too much of our time, but I always have a um, bit of an issue with dressing for the business awards. Why? I kind of, well, I, I, I tend to not buy something one year and then the next year buy something, you know, just as an update to the wardrobe. You can right. always use it to wear, wear something else. Great anyway, this was my, this was my year of buying something. I found a dress at the beginning of the year Yep. and I was all barefoot investor mindset. All right. Yep. And I said, um, okay, no, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to wait until closer. You know, I'm going to make yep. sure that it, cause it was, you know, $360. I was like, just be sensible, wait, save for it. Anyway. So I waited and I sat, well, I didn't really save for it, but I waited <laughs> and I went to go and buy it, Stace. Yep, I know where gone. this is going. Oh, it was no. gone. So I went into a panic and went, oh my gosh, I need to get something. I'm going to have to, you know, there's nothing formal really in Port Macquarie that I require. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just being nice. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. saying it nicely. Yeah. Um, and so I went online in a frenzy and purchased something that was on sale in anthropology and it arrived the other day. It's too small and I hate oh, it. Oh, gosh. Thank God it was so cheap. But even still, I'm going to have to resell it. Then um, I went, I'm going to have to. Oh, yes. man, I love anthropology. Yeah. Then I went, no, okay, well, I'm going to have to go back online. So I went to Net-A-Porter. <laughs> I bought a Michael Kors dress, and I had to pay for that as well. So basically, I, it was that was the same cost as the original dress, which is all fine. Do you love it as much? Oh my god, it's ten times more. It is absolutely oh, great. stunning. Oh, so it's a good story. Oh, it's a good story, Happy except ending. I'm a hundred dollars worse off, so to speak, because I because had the anthropology the tr- right. brain, okay. you know, fry mm. basically. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So where I will be at the time, I'll be in my pajamas because it'll be one a.m. Phoenix time, and Woo-hoo. I'm going to a conference. So, tell us about the conference. Uh, it's called the Dance Life Conference, and it's held in Phoenix every second year. Yes, and it has four tracks, four different tracks. Um, so I'm taking one of my teachers with me because there's going to be classes to do, there's going to be curriculum to learn, there's going to be business owner stuff to do, there's going to be inspirational stuff. Mm. It's yeah, it's amazing. And the resort that it's held at is very American, as in it's very big, it's very luxurious, it's very not somewhere I would ever book to stay ever, but it's in the middle of the desert and so you kind of have to stay at the venue. Um, and have you been to Phoenix before? Yes, I've been just oh, to this conference two oh, years ago. okay, right. And though, yes, even though I had Henry and I was like, oh, Henry's only going to be six months old. Yeah. 
can I go? Can I do it? Da, 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 da. But if I didn't do it, I'd have to wait another two years. And that's four years that's since I did it before. Time. And I was like, oh, do no. I have to? Because yeah. I got so much out of it the first time I went. Like, just yes. mind blown. Wow. So, I'm, yeah, counting you can't pass down that the days. Yeah. I can't. And yeah. I've, you know, pumped for Africa and Henry's taking the bottle and it's going to be fine. Yes. So, all oh, as well. Well, good on you. It's just such a shame that it falls at the I'm same the, I time. Know. I only go out once a year. <laughs> well, I just hope you send some um, good little representatives to go up. You know, you can send six different ones. They can oh. all take a turn up on stage to go and collect those really? awards. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, now that we've worked out, you know, the important stuff, what we're wearing and when we're flying, we're talking about <laughs> Instagram. And yes. we have just started our own Instagram. Is it channel? No. It's, yep. yeah. Oh, well, sorry, pr- uh, page. Yeah, page. Instagram page or yep. profile. Profile. Yep. yep. Awesome. And you can find us at Miss Bossy Miss Boots, Bossy Boots Podcast. Podcast. I was going to say, did so I do it? So get on board. Yeah. Uh, let's just talk to begin with about Instagram and, you know, how it's been developing over the last couple of years and where it kind of sits now in insofar as demographics. And this is your... You know, this is your wheelhouse, Jane. Mm, yeah. Um, so, well, well, I guess we'll start with why we didn't start with Instagram, um, which was not really a conscious decision so no. much. It was we decided to use Facebook primarily because we don't actually have a website for our um, podcast at this stage. So yep. we thought Facebook is going to suffice um, as a platform that people will access, you know, both from the desktop as well as their mobile. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be able to kind of facilitate easily enough to getting the getting our podcasts and those sorts of things. But it allows us to host a lot more information because yes. if you think of the realm of Instagram, you can, you've can you kind of got like a sentence to put in your bio and yeah. a tiny little um, thumbnail photograph. So it doesn't actually give provide a lot of context. So we thought we'd start with Facebook. The other thing about Facebook is that you can use their – um, quite sophisticated ad platform. So yep. um, as a kind of startup, so to speak, not that we're a business necessarily, but as a, as a startup, um, we wanted to be able to really kind of grow our communities and um, promote the podcast. So yep. we wanted to be able to use that. Since then, we've kind of, well, Instagram's um, been incorporated into the, that ad platform with a lot more sophistication. So you can now do that with Instagram too. We also chose Facebook because primarily our demographic is women it who is. are keeping it real. Yep. Um, and a lot of women live on Facebook. They do. And Especially women when we started. Age. Yeah. yeah. Two yep. years ago. Yep. Yep. So we were probably designing this podcast for women like us. Yep. Um, and we are, you know, above the age of 30 and mm-hmm. below the age of 50. And uh, for most, uh, and that's that's a really, really big audience on, on Facebook. It yep. was then and it still is now. Yeah. We sit right in that little sweet spot. Yeah. But increasingly, especially due to Insta stories, I've been using a lot of Instagram um, not only for my business, but personally. And it was nice to be able to say, yes, I think it's time for us to get on Instagram for yes. the podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. And look, I've spoken about Instagram before. I mean, we both have. Yeah. And um, I, I, it's not a love-hate, but I've, there's pros and cons, I think, of, of um, Instagram. Um, I must say I'm really enjoying using it for Miss Bossy Boots, but I don't get a lot of enjoyment using it for Dragonfly Marketing. Oh. Um, and I use it for myself. I do use it for myself, like personally, um, which I enjoy marginally. I guess one of the big things I have with Instagram is in terms of, I guess as a marketer, I'm geared to always think of results, outcomes, businesses, bottom line. Yep. 
So for me, I'm constantly going, okay, it's great that you've got lots of love hearts, you know, being placed on your posts. What does that mean for yep. business? Where does that get you? You know, what? how does that contribute to your business? Yeah. Um, so that's where I kind of struggle with it a little bit. But I know that it's a kind of feel-good, inspirational space to spend some time. Yep. Um, and I know that, that there's some people who are really, really keen on spending quite a lot of time. Um, you know, we'll we'll talk about today some of the younger generation yep. who spend a lot of well, time. That's why I started the Instagram that we have for Purple Crow Performing Arts because we had our um, Facebook page for our clients, essentially the parents of these children that we are teaching dance to. They are yeah. on Facebook. But then... Um, the kids that we actually teach were missing a lot. You know, we posted photos of them and things they were doing in class and little video snippets and they weren't seeing it because they were either too young and Facebook has rules around how old you can be before you can get on Facebook or parents had rules about not letting their children on Facebook. Mm. But I found that a lot more of our students were on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so it was a natural fit for us to um, start posting content insofar as keeping people updated as to what we're doing in the studios yeah. on Instagram. The kids could see it, the parents could see it, we could share it to Facebook so that parents that weren't on Instagram could see it on Facebook and it, it's a nice little mix for us. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, in terms of, you know, age and demographics of, of Instagram that you brought up before, it is still skewed to that younger market. I yeah. don't think that's changed. I think you do have a slightly um, a slight growth in the... Um, amount of people over the age of 30 that are accessing the platform. But what you see, and, and it's similar with all of the other channels where you've got, you know, groups of demographics um, getting on to these yep. platforms because they go, oh, you know, our kids and family and friends are all there, so we'll have to be there. So they get on them, but they don't necessarily engage the way that the platform's been designed to, to do so. So what from my observations the the most kind of engagement comes from those kind that kind of teenage group that yep. 13 to you know maybe early 20s and speaking of them they're my educators when it comes to Instagram I'll quite often see them you know sitting in the dancers lounge at at work and they're you know having their afternoon tea and I go in and I go oh I did this the other day with my story and I needed to put text or I needed to put a smiley. How do you do that? Or I saw you do this on your story and I don't know how to do that. Can you show me? So yes, like, I go to them for advice oh, on how absolutely. to use it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and something, they use it natively quite differently to the way that we use it. Yes. So they live on that stories feature, yep. so to speak. Um, you know, they curate their grid with yes. a lot of consideration. Yes. So, you know, it's not like you and I who build up a history within our grid. You know, we just post and we just keep it there and, yep. you know, that's, 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 I guess, there for consumption if anyone wants to go through days yeah. and months and years of, of um, history. Um, but, you know, my daughters in particular, in particular, you know, they, they have maybe six photos and they're constantly updating those and curating those. Yeah. Um, highly, highly aware of the engagement level that they're getting on their photos. Yes, and we spoke about this in a previous episode when we were talking about is is Instagram out of control? Um, because I had no idea that there were certain times that were uh, better for people to yes. post and that the younger, the younger generation, I sound so old by saying that, but yeah. you know who I'm talking about are very particular about posting at a certain time and if something doesn't get the traction that it wants, and when I say traction, I mean love hearts and 
you know, interaction, yeah. yeah, then they're taking it down. They'll take it oh down and gosh. repost. Yep. What a waste of time. <laughs> well, and this is it. And this is it. And, and, and the other way that they're using it very differently to us is actually as a communication tool between each other. So yeah. um, Instagram has direct messaging and a lot of mums, I don't think, are aware of that feature because it is quite hidden. It's not very visible within the actual platform itself to access. Yeah. Um, and I know my girls use that feature quite a bit. I must say they don't use it as much now because their use of Snapchat is much, much more prolific. Oh, really? Much more prolific. I thought Snapchat was on the way out. Oh, absolutely not. Ah. No. Like it would, if if I had to rank their use um, of channels, it would be Snapchat first and foremost, um, Instagram next, and then my girls aren't on Facebook yet, so I can't comment about that. You heard it here first. I thought Snapchat was dying. If you want to go back to that episode I referenced, it's episode 23. And this bossy boots. Oh, and let's not forget YouTube, actually. YouTube, I think because I, I see that as primarily something that they consume as opposed yep. to engage with. Yeah. I, I often forget to include that in the mix, but that is also, I think, Snapchat, YouTube and, and Instagram are the top three for yep. that for that age group. But um, speaking speaking of that, we've, we've started uh, Miss Bossy Boots podcast um, profile on yep. Instagram. It's only a couple of weeks old. By the time this goes to air, it will be a couple of months old. Yep. Jane is very afraid of making our stories all about what she's eating. You won't see any photo stories of Jane and what she's eating. No. Heads up. I don't, I, I don't feel that's something that you need to follow from me. Although you did have a glass of champagne in your hand the other day. Well, that's because I was celebrating. Oh. I was celebrating your final status. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> um, yes, and use the, the, the champagne emoji. So um, <laughs> we're a couple of weeks in and so our tactics at this stage are to use that story feature as much as we can. But with Instagram, the, the most um, successful come with building um, is by just being regular, being persistent and consistent with your posting. So yeah. I'm aiming to to post one thing a day um, every day um, using lots of hashtags that are relevant to the post. So a couple of things to be aware of is you don't want to use the same hashtags every single time because um, you run the risk of being shadow banned. Right. Um, so at, too spammy? For being too spammy, yep. yes. Yep. So... Um, you want to kind of mix those hashtags up. You want to include those hashtags and a good range of them. And you just want to, you know, post as much as you can. So the the ideal amount of, of publishing that you should do, particularly when you're starting up, is three to four times a day, six to eight times a day, some, wow. some organisations do. Um, but I will notice that every time I post, you you know, you probably get three or four more likes yep. um, or more follows on the, on the page. Yep. Um, what's hard with the stories is the only kind of metric there that you can really kind of notice. And you love metrics. I love my metrics. Um, <laughs> is the eyeballs. Yes. Who's seen it. Yeah. yeah. So I think there are some more sophisticated features the more more people you get in your community, which will probably be rolled out to the whole you know, user yeah. base later on in terms of being – oh, you can get insights around um, – but it's only in the last seven days. So you can only track your insights from stories for the last seven days. So I find it a little bit frustrating. It, the, the content is purely ephemeral and so are the insights as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, but the, the most pleasing moment on um, the Instagram journey so far has been when my 13-year-old daughter came up to me last, and I've posted this today, she came up to me last night and she said, 
do you know what? She said, your Miss Bossy Boots um, posts, they're quite good. And she went to the grid and she started um, singling out all of these posts that she really resonated with. And if anyone has been following the page, we kind of post a lot of content that's in line with our vision, which yes. is keeping it real for women in business, yep. but also empowering women with, um, you know, little motivational quotes and, and um, Things quips. to help you get out of bed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, behind every woman, women, woman is great women, are great women. Yeah, you know, or something along the lines of, of, of those. So um, those sorts of posts. And I thought, and I had actually noticed that a few of her friends or a few girls her age had been liking the posts that I'd been posting. And I thought, oh, that's good. That's good that they're resonating with it. Although I know having spoken with groups of um teenagers before that they like Instagram posts for different reasons that we do. Tell. So um, a group that I um, did some work with a couple of years ago, we, we talked through why they like and when they feel compelled to engage with something. And this is both on Snapchat and Instagram. Yep. And basically they said when someone posts something on Instagram, we like to validate that. They probably didn't articulate it using those words. Yep. But, you know, we like to give them a nod of support and so we like it. That's why we like so much of their content. But they said, but with brands, we don't feel like we need to validate them. We no. don't feel like we need to support them because they're brands. Yeah. So essentially it came down to, well, the only reason they're ever going to engage with brands is when you really, really engage them with awesome content. Yeah. So, you know, they're doing it as a support. So whether they actually like the content or not is not part of it. When no. it's for You know, it's it's just, oh, I'll give them a nod of support. Yeah. Whereas if you post something or any of my other girlfriends post something, I don't feel like, like I no. need to tap you on the back, on the no. shoulder and go, well, you, well, done, you like it if you like Good it. Good job. If I, yeah, if I like but it. But if you don't like it. This morning's sunrise pick, loved it. Yeah. Hit like for that one. But, but if you yeah. don't like it, you scroll on past. Yeah. You know, and, and no really one would expect you to do anything, but they like it as a show of support. Yep. So hence when I saw them all liking our posts, I thought, oh, they're just support. You know, they know it's me and they're being yep. nice. Um, but then when Alice came up and said that, I thought, oh, actually, I wonder if these messages are actually. And you know what, Stace? I thought if we have achieved anything in the last two years of podcasting, yep. if we have achieved the one um, the one result of interrupting these girls' Instagram feed, which are full of, you know... Bikini shots on the beach. Pouts and mirror yep. selfies yep. and, you know, various angles of butt cheek uh -huh. with uh, inspiring messages, empowering women. I think we've won. Yeah. I think we're winning. High five. High five. <laughs> so that's been my, you know, and that that kind of stuff is what go you go okay great I'm creating influence here yep um we are spreading really good messages and, and anyone can do that we are inspiring we'll keep going yeah this is worth the time this is worth the resource this is worth you know for us at this stage there's no monetary goal there is no business bottom line yeah <laughs> for us we we have a big why yep and that's helping us achieve that yep that's so good but but anyone can look at it from that angle and try and make that difference in the world as well. So yeah. no matter what you're posting, if you're putting a smile on someone else's face, isn't it interesting to have such a great platform where you can just do yes. that? Yes. Yeah. I love it. So that pro of Instagram. Yes. That's one of the pros. So if you look at your girls' actual, their actual 
profiles. You said mm. they're very specific about their grid. Um, how else are they using it? Well, they use it, um, prim- Instagram, they use primarily for direct messaging. So they definitely, this is my girls anyway, yep. um, they definitely use it to post. Like they'll post, I would say they'll update a photo maybe once every couple of months. But generally that will be at the expense of another one. So they might, you know, take one off, put one on kind of thing. But it is very seldom that they'll actually post an actual photo. Um, To the stories, they tend to just post really kind of, um, I don't know if innocuous is the word, you know, just just really nothing shots because they know it's ephemeral. But with Snapchat, They've got this thing called streaks where it's very important. Oh my goodness, it's addictive, is what it is. And they maintain this run of, you know, contacting each other by sending each other images, photos. And it, like, seriously, it's a photo of Alice sitting in the car taken at a different angle, and then it'll be a different angle. I mean, it's ridiculous. I can't tell you how many times I've said, I don't understand why you would even do that. Why would you even spend your time doing that? It is so dumb. I'm trying to understand it. I d- and yeah, she'll roll her eyes and go, yeah, I can't Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one thing I don't understand. But in terms of Instagram, it is, it's, it's kind of, they use it a bit the way that they like to use Snapchat, but it do, it's not as fun and ephemeral and, um, uh, it, it just doesn't offer the same thing. So I think they, they, do, they don't use it as much. I've found with um, my students, they've all got personal and private. So they've yes, got private and public accounts. Yes, they do. Spam accounts. And in the beginning, them. I thought that was um, because they were up to mischief, because they were up to no good on their private account. But actually, I made them sit down and show me. So what's the difference? Yeah. They're, they're very curated, very specific public accounts are mm. exactly what you were describing. And then they have these private accounts where they send ridiculous photos to each other of them sticking their tongues out. That's or, right. Yeah. Yes. Jumping over a bush and falling down and yes. rolling around on the ground, stuff like that, that they don't want everybody to see. And that's right. But that's their main communication tool. And they do. And friends. isn't it a shame that they have to keep that just pro- – do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well um, – but I can imagine for us, we we could text that stuff to each other. Yes, because we have income and yes, an ability yes. to pay a phone bill. Yeah, or we'd Facebook message it to each other. Yes, but they don't have Facebook yet because yes. they're not old enough. So yeah. this is this is them just being so. And, yeah. and Alice has those two different accounts, and I think Fleur does too. She, one of them's not public, but I think very selected in terms of who's. Yes, yes. Following, yeah. allowed to follow her. Yes. So that she's not, you and know. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So um, another example that we were going to talk about was um, my other daughter, Fleur, who started a, um, who started a, uh, who started an internet profile, oh, gosh, sorry, started an Instagram profile um, called Lol Dolls, Lol Dolls 457. Um, and this Instagram profile was was all about these, and if nobody else has seen them, there's this little product, and they're almost a little bit addictive in themselves. But they're these tiny little plastic dolls, and they come in a box and a little ball, and you don't know which one you're getting until you unwrap, you know, the plastic. It's terribly Children's non-environmentally friendly. <laughs> yeah. 
But the intrigue and the surprise factor, they're called LOL surprise dolls. So the intrigue and the surprise factor is oh, kind I of know just... the ones you mean. Yes, it's yes. created this kind of cult. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, YouTube and Instagram content flying around everywhere of, of people unpackaging unboxing, yeah. and unboxing <laughs> these LOL dolls and the surprise and the glee and... You know, Fleur would watch these and, and, you know, she's not so into them anymore. It was a bit of a fad. But, you know, she would always, um, every time she would buy one, she would then create little videos and stories and things to, to, um, to do the same thing, to contribute to that kind of online conversation. So she's making people smile with little dolls. Well, just like I tell we are you doing what, it with empowering she, content. She built her Instagram profile um, and I think it's it stands at around 2,600 followers now. Wow. She built that within about six weeks. That's amazing. No advertising, no promotion, no. just purely on a trend yep. that was trending on social. Yep. Good she researched all her hashtags. Yep. And she was prolific with her posting. Yep. And then she would like run all these like little giveaways. Not that she would actually give away anything, but she was really quite clever in saying, I will... Um, I'll provide you with some visibility via my Instagram stories by yep. tagging you yep. if you, you know, share my page or share my post with Smart. your community. Wow. So no finance, there's nothing financial. There's nothing transactional. Flo? She's 11. Right. And so she's built this little community. Watch out world. Oh my goodness. And incredible. How proud were you? Well, How I, proud were you like, as marketing mama? Well, so proud I actually got her to write a blog post about it. And in fact, I think I was more proud of her for that blog post because she wrote this how to build an Instagram account no input from me like I'm talking zero she punched it out in about 25 minutes great school holiday activities yep sent it to me there you go mum it was one of the best blog posts that I have written. Seriously, I could not have written it better myself. Good on her it was hilarious it was it was written in um absolute correct blog format it was engaging it was punchy it was valuable because it gave you all this really good information do i need to go and read it for our miss bossy i think so if you go to the (laughs) dragonflymarketing.com.au website you will find the the blog post that she wrote but um you know i just thought that is a really good example of how teenagers are using the platform in a really innocent you know, yeah. connecting Instagram for good fashion, collaborative yeah. fashion, Instagram for good. That's right. I love it. So jump on our Instagram, I guess is the moral of the story. And I hope you're also using Instagram for good. This is the point where we normally do our tagline. Jane, where can people find us? You're going to have to change your content now. I know. So, well, I'm going to drive you to Instagram first at Miss Bossy Boots podcast or one word and facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots podcast. Fabulous. We'll see you there.